Welcome to our daily devotions, coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. Throughout these summer months with uh, folks on, away on vacation and Pastor Lori on sabbatical, there will be days like today when it works best for us to play for you a, a golden oldie from our depository of devotions. So we hope you find this message as timely as when it was first offered and that it becomes for you a way to reflect upon the timelessness of God's Word. The scripture passage for today, September 7th, comes to us from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 1 through 6. Hear now the word of God. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary, and of her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed for two days longer in the place where he was. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Open our hearts and minds, O God, to the word just read and the words to come, that they might point to you the word made flesh, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, this month marks the two-year anniversary that a group of people have been meeting with Anita Lustria and myself on Zoom for Lexio Divina. I can't believe it's been two years already. Our core group is strong, but we've had new people join in and stay for a season, and then some would stick for good. You are always welcome. We meet on Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Um, again, it's on Zoom, and you can find that link on the website. And we're usually done by 9.45 at the latest. Lexio Divina is a spiritual practice focused on hearing scripture. This ancient practice was a necessity back before people could read or even have access to a Bible. They would hear the scripture read and then they would ruminate on it and they'd turn those verses over and over in their minds. Today, most of us have several Bibles in our home and many of us even have the Bible on our phone in several translations. Yet this slow listening to scripture is still so valuable. It is a reading and listening practice aimed more at growing in a relationship with God rather than gathering information about God, if that makes sense. We don't read commentaries to understand the Greek or the Hebrew words. We listen to the passage and we listen for God in the passage. Just how it works is that the scripture passage is read four times and we have an instruction before each reading. For example, the first time through we listen for a word or phrase that elevates or shimmers. Next, we listen for an image. The third time we read it, we listen for feelings that are evoked in us. And the fourth, fourth reading is where it all comes home. We listen for an invitation from God what is God inviting you to on this day? 
anyone can do Lexio on their own, and it's good. I've done Lexio many times by myself. But the part that is truly life-giving for me is the ruminating or the dwelling on scripture in community. We are given opportunity to share our answers after each reading, and although it's never required, most people do share. God speaks through the Bible, through the words on the page, and through each of us as we encounter the word for that day. This past week, we did Lexio on this passage from John. I treasured that experience, and afterwards, I read a few commentaries to prepare for this devotion. One commentator was intrigued by the community aspect that was felt between Mary, Martha, Lazarus, and Jesus. He wrote, It is one of the most precious things in the world to have a house and a home into which one can go at any time and find rest and understanding and peace and love. This is doubly true for Jesus, for he had no home of his own. You know, I think that is one of the great gifts from God that is found in Christian community. These small groups that we show up for week after week can become a place where we too can find rest and understanding and peace and love. The world has always done a good job of knocking us around a bit, but it seems like we need this now more than ever before. Pastor Steve knew this to be true when he came here 14 years ago. Very soon after his arrival, we began meeting in staff small groups. Week after week, we hear bits and pieces of our lives, the things that bring us joy, the things that break our hearts. And then we begin to see each other and care for each other deeply. Small groups are not efficient, nor particularly productive, nor are they neat and tidy. But it is a place where God shows up, a place where we are seen and heard and cared for. Can you imagine being in a small group with Jesus? I know he knows what I thought or did, but if I don't say it out loud, do I still maintain my image? Anyway, that's my problem. But Mary, Martha, and Lazarus had a small group with Jesus. They were close. They cared deeply for one another. They held each other accountable as they grew and learned together. So when Lazarus was ill and the sisters sent word for Jesus, they didn't have to say, Come quickly, Jesus. They knew that because they were in need and because the one whom Jesus loves is ill, his good friend Lazarus, Jesus would be right there. But then he didn't show up right away. He didn't show up for two days. Can you imagine how Mary and Martha felt? I can. Worried, frustrated, disappointed, maybe even angry. This emotion tends to be circling around, or these emotions tend to be circling around the question, why? Why, Jesus? Which we often say, why, God? Particularly when we are dealing with something hard, or when we are waiting for some healing, or for a sign, or for some reason. Why, God? One of our Lexio friends felt invited to ask another question. Rather than why, 
perhaps asking, what is God doing? As readers of the text, we knew something that the sisters didn't know. Jesus told his disciples, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Whatever we are going through in life, could we at least wonder about what God might be doing and trust that God is working in our lives for good? There is great mystery with God, to be sure, but we are promised to be accompanied on our journey, and we know that we are loved beyond our wildest imagination. So here was my invitation from this passage during Lexio. Lori, be curious about what God is doing. Expect God's glory. Will you pray with me? We thank you, O oh God, for loving us, for always being there for us, and for the way that you particularly show up through our small groups and through our community together. We pray, O oh God, that you would help us to be curious, to ask that question, to wonder what you might be doing in the midst of whatever it is that we are going through. Bless each one of us on this journey. In Christ's name, amen.